Information proffered by a cowed adversary and the presence of a baleful apparition belie a greater threat stirring in the abandoned vaults beneath the moldering fortress. Could this be the source of the sickly glow atop Gauntlet? And hello, everybody. It's that time again. Roll for intent. I'm your host, Trevor. And yeah, go ahead, Mike. No, get no, 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 nothing. Just I was gonna no, voice no, my. This, it's fine. Let's it's air fine. the grievances no. now. No, no, no. Get it on no, tape. So they, they know who we are by this point. Honestly, they do they? Though we, we might be. We are very, very, very not noteworthy. This is episode five. By this point, they've heard the intro music five times. This could be the first time they show up. <laughs> Did you also start Naruto with Shippuden? Shut the fuck up, Micah. <laughs> <laughs> so they say that there are two distinct classes of Muppets. You've got Chaos Muppets like Gonzo and Order Muppets like Kermit. Okay. What kind of Muppet are you? I'm I'm actually more concerned about the people that are saying that. Who are these people? <laughs> Why are we categorizing Muppets? Where did you get a hold of their manifesto, Trevor? Oh, <laughs> you know, places people are saying it. The internet <laughs> the kids has are a general talking. consensus <laughs> that they're either chaos Muppets or order Muppets. I, for one, see myself as a chaos Muppet. Yeah, um, we didn't most- ask you because we know. Yeah, well, uh, the audience doesn't, so uh, suck my dick. Hey, crazy, right? Chaos Muppet. You'd like that, wouldn't you? What the? Okay, I'm on Slate.com, a unified (laughs) theory of Muppet types. Wow. Okay, just starting off. Every once in a while, an idea comes along that changes the way we all look at ourselves forever. Before Descartes, nobody knew they were thinking. They all believed they were just mulling. (laughs) (laughs) Until, Until it gets better, it gets better. Until Karl Marx, everybody totally hated one another, but nobody knew quite why. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Okay, the same thing is true of Muppet Theory. A little-known, poorly understood philosophy that holds that every living human can be classified according to one simple metric. Every one of us is either a Chaos Muppet or an Order Muppet. The and they fuck? say journalism's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Who wrote this article? How many uh, spelling mistakes are there in this? If you uh, no, were to copy and paste this, how many red lines would there be? <laughs> <laughs> Everything's spelled right, but it's from 2012. So, you know, what was actually going on in 2012? The end of the world, I think. Is- I feel fine. I mean, we lived. Huh. So it wasn't. But Coney. it was at the time. That's right. Coney was happening. Coney too. 2012. That's right. That's right. You know, he's like still happening. He's- well, yeah. I mean, child soldiers are happening everywhere. Let's be real. Have you seen what Todd's doing with his kids? <laughs> Well, if you do, I'll have to kill you because I can't allow the uh, the, the authorities. The audio know. can't be leaked out to the public. That's You'll just true. send the kids to kill us because they're child soldiers. For what it's worth, um, FBI uh, no, 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 Todd no, no. more Todd- or less has like miniature super soldiers. They can lift Todd's- full cattle over their heads. Todd's children are child generals. Let's be honest here. That's probably <laughs> true. Grace has three stomachs. She can drink acid and chew through marble. But yeah, chaos Muppets. Yeah, order Muppets. <laughs> yeah, apparently probably have to find a good place to stitch that in properly. So let's just add a little bit. <laughs> yeah, sure. I growing up my entire life, everyone said I looked like Elmo. 
I don't know why. Maybe the big nose. I'm not really sure. But people would people would buy me Elmo merchandise and bring it to me at like school. I know this is an audio medium, but it might just be because of your bright red skin. And you can't prove me wrong. (laughs) (laughs) For what it's worth, you're fuzzy and (laughs) completely red. That might be too. But yeah, no, in public, people like like people I knew that like went to school with me or just other extracurriculars, they'd see me somewhere and they'd be like, "Whoa, wait, I have something for you." And they would be like, "Like a giant tickle me Elmo." And like I I saw this and I thought of you. I was like, "Why? (laughs) What?" So 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 you were in like PE when you were in PE class. Did guys like sneak up behind you in the showers and just tickle you to your pee? Yeah, I mean that's I tickled the reason that my, my nickname in in high school was Tickle Me Elmo uh, for the reasons you just stated. But yeah, that, no, I had I have t shirts oh, with a nickname like that. Were you ever single? <laughs> never <laughs> or alone. I was never single or alone. Never, never. <laughs> There's always been somebody right there, right behind me. Yep, ready to tickle. Yeah, everyone was too afraid to give me a nickname. Here's the funny thing: is that you don't deserve that nickname, Thunder. but Trevor does. Because Trevor actually does sound like Elmo if you tickle him, and it's not even a joke. He giggles. <laughs> really? We've heard him Trevor, giggle. when, we meet, we, when we meet in person, that is numero uno what I'm going to do. <laughs> if you've ever, I, like, I've seen Sarah like walk up and tickle me, he's like, hey, stop. <laughs> if only I would have known our, our experience at dinner would have been much different, Trevor. Like, like, it's like true. If you, I, he's done it in some of our recordings when we really get him going, he let, when he like hyperventilates. And laughs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he he results to like the wheezing of like a dog chewing on a squeak toy. <laughs> yeah, that is that is definitely true. It's been true pretty much my whole life. I think it's adorable. It is. It's the cutest thing you've ever fucking heard. <laughs> it's my defense mechanism. If anybody ever pulls a gun on me, I'll start doing that. <laughs> it's like almost Elmo, and like a little bit of like Pillsbury Doughboy too. That's the sound he makes before he spits poison in your face. He, he also has a similar complexion to the Pillsbury Doughboy. So it's Can you imagine that, Space Marine? <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested. I'm interested in Todd and Micah's uh, uh, because I, I have a thought of what you're gonna say, and I want to be either proven wrong or right on right on point. I'm I'm more or less still wondering when you're gonna answer my question, everyone. Which is, what Muppet are you? Regardless I, I think of chaos I think, and order. I, I don't want to know. I don't. On I don't I give caboose. a shit. I I don't I mean like I, that's what I said I said Elmo okay that's that's fair that's fair I don't know why every time I think of the Muppets I always like classify them as like who is ever on the Muppet show or any of the movies but mm-hmm. Elmo is technically a Muppet so yeah. it, that Does, is that is a good answer and I'm gonna yeah. start wait, sh- shut up Micah I'm driving this train now I'm in charge <laughs> sit down okay I have a gun <laughs> sit down <laughs> Trevor what what kind of Muppet are you oh I am definitely a chaos Muppet. All right. No doubt in my mind, I'm a chaos Muppet. You ask Sarah, I'm definitely a chaos Muppet. She's the order Muppet in our relationship. And I think if I was probably going to set a Muppet that I specifically identify with, I think it'd probably be Fozzie. <laughs> I think I'd be Fozzie Bear. Can you say Mr. Bimble in your best Fozzie Bear impression? <laughs> Mr. Bimble! <laughs> oh, Mr. yeah. Bimble. Fozzie Bear, definitely. Ah. <laughs> no, like the dad jokes, um hardly anything I plan goes right, you know. Um the floppy hat and and brown furry skin. I don't have brown furry skin. Hmm. But yes, definitely Fozzie. Definitely chaos. <laughs> all right, all right. All right, that's good. That's good. Micah. Uh I think by default I uh I have to be the count. 
Really? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'll be honest, Micah. If I look at you and I hear you, I think Mr. I think of uh, Beaker. Beaker. Yeah, but, <laughs> but but Beaker, I think, is a chaos Muppet, and but, Bunsen maybe. Bunsen's Bunsen. definitely Bunsen. an order okay. Muppet. No, Bunsen. Okay. Bunsen would have been my guess. But Beaker seems to be more around, uh, more aware of his surroundings. Yeah. Micah you, looks. Micah looks do you like. Look at me. And think that I'm aware of my surroundings. <laughs> well, your eyes are perfectly your eyes are spaced apart perfectly, so that I think that you are prey. You look like a prey animal. I yeah, agree. you're built like a deer, like a like a very petite deer. <laughs> I'm afraid that if you jump too far, you might break a bone. <laughs> I feel like deer have their eyes on either side of their head. They do because <laughs> they're prey. Predators have them in the center of their face. Yeah, and Micah Micah has a visual radius of 270 degrees. He is. It's like trying to sneak up on a mm-hmm. pigeon. Awful. When he was when he was taking his LSATs, they had to put blinders on him. <laughs> Are you kidding? Micah so he like he would cheat off of anybody. Right. It wasn't that. They were it's just where they were positioned on his skull. It makes the other test takers uncomfortable. Yeah. Just seeing my eyes swivel around like a chameleon. Like a chameleon. <laughs> so yep, yep. so Raymond, are you also Elmo then? So I, I think people identify me as Elmo, but I I would like to think that I am more like gonzo very chaotic very just just i mean literally no i don't listen to anybody at any time and i want everyone to think that what i'm doing is the greatest thing in the world whether it goes poorly or not so i would say you know i'm here so i can confirm <laughs> no i'm kidding <laughs> uh <laughs> okay elmo is for sure order Elmo is an Elmo. Order Elmo's a Sigma Muppet. He's out. He's outside of the natural order. <laughs> he's a sleeper Muppet. <laughs> Elmo is the Caillou of the Jim Henson expanded yeah. universe. Honestly, I hate Elmo. What? But that's me. Elmo is Elmo is a, basically a, a, a baby. He's a he's a child with a responsibility to take care of a goldfish. That's his. That's Elmo's life. That's all he has in his life. So I would think he's. There's also a strange man that's living in his closet. Yeah, and his rectum. <laughs> Mr. You had to go there. You had to go there. Why does Mr. I, Noodle live in his closet? I don't know. I'm just, I'm still mad at Todd's prerogative, which is secretly to not actually edit any of our audio footage, but it's just to say rectum at least twice in every episode. He's got to add the word yeah, prolapse the in there too. Just so Somewhere, yep. yep. But yep. Jake, you posited the question, but you have not answered the question. Yeah, we're waiting on Todd and Jake here. Ooh, that's hard too. You know, I could have used all of this time to stall and actually think of a decent answer for what Muppet I like the most, too. Um, and to be honest, uh, Dr. Teeth kind of gets me every time that he's on screen, which is not very often. But when he does, I laugh. And uh, every time I see him, I also think of the Family Guy bit where they talk about how Animal got clean, which is really funny. <laughs> <laughs> Me has not been the same since me found God. <laughs> it's about 1978 when animals started snorting crushed up pieces of felt. Things do, got real crazy. You do have a similar vibe and appearance to Animal. Yeah, like, I was going to go I, with I Animal. Can see you. Yes, as, uh, yes, yeah. but but I am not a drummer. You could be if you tried. I also do have a similar vibe and appearance to the bass player Muppet that I don't think has a name. And I don't band. think he does either. So, no, he, they all have names. I just don't know what they are. They definitely all have names. Every single Muppet that's had screen time has some sort also, of Also, you said you're not Animal because you're not a drummer, but is Animal a drummer? <laughs> I think he just beats yeah. the shit yeah. out of the drums. Yeah. Did you ever see him go up against Buddy Rich? I did not. Yeah. I yeah. missed that one. That's that, yeah, that that's was a, a thing. 
Yeah, that was pretty amazing. Well, gonna Google it as soon as we're done. <laughs> and Todd, I think yeah. you have the last last word here. Okay, I I so I I've always loved Muppets. I mean, I already know which one you are. It's Miss Piggy. But I want to see if you okay. pick the right okay. answer. You know what? Let me hear everyone else's. Let me hear everyone else's. I want to go first. We all do. Because I know I have the right answer. Everybody else's. I, no, no, no. <laughs> No, 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 I just want I need you. No, I no, need you to tell me by by no, the looks are, of me. What do you think? Sweetums, sweetums. I knew that was sweetums. Yeah, <laughs> I figured that's exactly what you'd pick, Micah. Who do you think I am? Uh, Oscar the Grouch. Because <laughs> I imagine you live in filth. I do live in a trash can. No, that's Jake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. You know what? No, Ray, what? You know, who do, which puppet do you think I would be? Looks wise, Fozzie Bear, but but okay. personality, yeah. like I said, Miss Piggy all the way. Yeah, crazy no. Ivan. Uh, no, the the Muppet that I identify I with, and I, this is like going across all of you know the the several seasons of TV shows, all of the movies, you know, Christmas Carol, uh, Treasure Island, Taking Manhattan, um, Tim Curry. That's the Muppet I. I'm not letting you have that one. I'm not letting you have that. You're sorry. I'm not letting you. You're saying that if you get to say Tim Curry, I get to change my answer to Big Ugly Butt Face Baby Eating O'Brien from Muppet Treasure Island because that is my favorite character in any movie I've ever seen. Which being, which ironically enough, Tim Curry is also in. If we're being that that broad with it, if we're being that broad with it, my I'm I'm Stephen King. He just looks like a human Muppet. Yeah. That is true. He actually he might be the the eagle. I can't remember the eagle's name though. Sam, the yeah, American Sam, Sam. Eagle. eagle. Yeah, Eagle Sam. <laughs> no, I I would be Sweetums. I'm sorry. That's just it's it fits me, my personality, my size, my smell, my my general appearance. I it's, most of my hair does look like uh uh mop braids. <laughs> like my my armpits are atrocious. <laughs> okay, that's that's far enough. Far enough. What the hell is this podcast about? <laughs> I think it's about thanks, the ethics of Thanks for office. listening, guys. This has been the... Uh... Yep. That's all the time we got for this week. <laughs> Tune this in next week for the... more Muppet Mania. And this has been the Muppet Mop-Up. Uh, hey. <laughs> uh, he used my armpits. Well, you know where we're not going to find any Muppets? In the gauntlet. <laughs> not a single one. Seamless segue. Hey there, podcast listeners. It's your GM, Trevor, here. It's been a bit since I did one of these, but I figured with 2023 coming to a close, it's probably time. Whether you've been here since day one, you binged our whole collection in a week, or if this is your first time you've downloaded an episode, thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Now, it's been a while since I've asked you all for anything, but it being Christmas and all, we do have one thing you could do for us that would mean the world. Take two minutes and jump into your podcast app of choice and leave us a review. Stars are fine. Words are amazing. That is the number one way for us to reach more people. If only 5% of you dropped a review on iTunes, Podchaser, Spotify, or wherever, we would reach so many more people. If you haven't done so yet, drop on by the Discord, wolferintent.com slash Discord. Now, let's get back to the show. Way. absolutely seamless last week Why was a fight? doozy yeah y'all started uh entreating with the uh, leader of the creatures that we found on this floor already boss scrog of the mythlets he allowed you to go on the condition that 
You clear out level two of the gauntlet, and he'll give you a big old sack of gems. Y'all continued to explore after which, and you found what could only be described as a dangerous, sentient, bloody puddle. Which was exercised, at least for now, by Tovin, who also did most of the chit-chat over there with Boss Scrog as well, so... He was really the MVP of last episode, I have to say. I know. It's like I should have hero points or something. I think you're, yeah, I think you're ignoring the, the massive contribution that, uh, that Solus <laughs> had to get that ball rolling, as well as That's the true. many, many ranged reprisals that I took to save my friends. But your, but your lips were nowhere near spending the kind of uh, face time with his butt that Tovins did. Mifflet <laughs> well, ass. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I'm enjoying editing every second of it. So we ended up, though, you guys had stepped outside and you saw a crumbling shack that looked like it had the remnants of a fire a wafting out of it. Smoke. And that's uh, relatively late in the evening. It's probably, you know, 7, 7.30. It's, it's, it's getting dark. It's the winter. It's definitely after dusk. Um, so what do you guys want to do now that you've survived that nasty haunt that you just ran into. <laughs> I have almost no help. Um, do we know how long that thing is going to be gone? Like, does that reset in minutes, <clears throat> hours, I think it comes days? back to the, the following night. Did we, did we learn that from the religion check we, last No, night? we saw that it disappeared and, and bounced out of the room, and the puddle... Well, I guess that doesn't matter. The puzzle, the puddle dissipated. Tr- yeah, Trevor did say that it, it, it <laughs> stuck and that we know that it will come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it may be a 24-hour thing. Yeah. Okay. So we could feasibly rest, Who's come back, and say? still take a look. Right. Upstairs I think that it. we should all just rest around the puddle. Everybody <laughs> take a nap. Just uh, get your get your eight hours. I don't think we need anybody staying up to keep watch. I, I feel pretty safe in this room. <laughs> that, 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 I'm not sure if that you're joking like with a me, but that idea. seems somewhat unwise. I never joke. <laughs> I was hoping before the uh, before the day is out, we could check the the shed to the northwest, where the fire. Maybe I could sleep in there. <laughs> yes, maybe we can all sleep in there. Excellent. So, also one thing as an aside, we've been really fast and loose with the exploration rules, and I really, really think that we need to spend a little bit more attention, pay a little bit more attention to them, especially as there's haunts and hazards that operate in rounds and based on the position that you are in space. Okay. Okay, fair enough. So there looks like there is a door that you guys could access. This is on the, the blown-out shed? Yes, that is the blown-out shed right there, definitely. Uh, okay. What's the plan, gentlemen? I, uh, I think I'm just going to, uh, I guess, avoid notice and move up to the door. All right, so stealth check while moving at half speed. All right, so I'm gonna be requesting some rolls from you, buddy. Is everybody gonna try to avoid notice? Yes. In this uh, case, yeah. Sure. Nobody said they're coming with me yet. Yeah, I will be going with them. Yeah, I'm gonna stay back, but yeah, sure. Excellent. All right, here we go. <laughs> nope, these are all hidden checks, boys. Yep. Oh. So I just requested rolls from all you guys. Oh, Jake, what is your what's your stealth bonus? Plus five. All right. So 
You don't really arouse suspicion that you can tell from anything on your way over there. Nothing seems to be in this area. Are you going to uh, pop the door open, Jay? You want to? Is it locked? Perceive? I do. I'm going to look with my my rat eyes. There is nothing that you can tell. You can maybe hear like the low crackle of the embers of the fire that that was there, okay. but but nothing that would suggest any other sort of activity on the other can side I of the door. Can I attempt to stealthily open the door? Sure can. Go ahead and pop it open. I'm going to use your previous stealth roll for this. While he okay. does this, I'm going to move just around this just in case it right. pops out. So Joseph will pop the door open and kind of like really, really quietly like step in, keep like one hand back until he knows what he's looking at. So the southern portion of the stonewalled building is collapsed into rubble exposing what remains of a boathouse to the elements. The shelves and boats within have decayed into heaps of rot and moss. The embers of a relatively fresh campfire smolder nearby. Interesting. Now, this is a good opportunity to use the investigate <clears throat> action in which we do passive perception checks uh, okay. while moving at half speed in a space, but you would have to physically be in the space to do that, gentlemen. I'm going to investigate. <clears throat> it's so clear, but keep your voice down. Fresh fire. I think somebody's still here. There is another door. I'm going to continue forward, and I want to okay. look at this door as well. Yeah, I'm, I see nothing of I'm going to move into the shed. Um, based on the smallness of the shed, you would notice that that door moves, uh, opens to the outside. So that is another exterior door. So it is safe to open it up. There's a boat, and... Another dock. Does the book does the boat look recently used? Does it, GM? Much of the wooden pier has collapsed into the swamp, leaving about ten feet of moldy, soggy boards slumped against ancient wood pilings. A rowboat tied to a piling looks much more recently built and recently arrived. This is brand new boat. The rope is in good condition. This not too Gross looking on the bottom from the swamp. Somebody has been here recently. Hmm. There's also another dock over here to the northwest. You see out on that dock some flickering lights weaving in and out of vision on that dock. Like over the dock, like just 15, 20 feet away? Yes, over the dock. Uh, Solus, come here. Come out here. Very well. Do you see this? Do I see them? I would. I suppose I do. What? what yes, are I. Those? Can I? Can we? Can we attempt some kind of knowledge check on these? Perhaps a willow wisp or something of that nature. Uh, yeah, we could attempt a knowledge check on this. <clears throat> um, that nature. Let me or? see what would work for this. I think a. Hmm. Sorry, I should have had that DC prepped already, but I did not. For this thing, um, occultism, unless you have something you think would work for this, like a lore. But I'll, I'll do an occultism check. Uh, it's untrained, but I can give it a shot. All right, yeah, sure, I'll try. Request a couple rolls from you guys. Okay. I'll request one from you as well, Tovin. Okay, thank you. Uh, Solus, you believe it's a trick of the light? It's, uh, it's, it's nothing. It's nothing, just... Tovin and Yosef both recognize this as, as definitely something more sinister 
perhaps a type of wisp trying to draw you over there. I don't like that at all. It's wisp. Those do not lead to anything good or fruitful. I say we leave them alone. Bedeviling trickery. They look to lead us to our doom. I say we leave them alone. It is getting late, comrades. We are all spent on resources and strength. I believe it's best to go back. It's getting dark. Yeah. Uh, but first, I'm going to investigate the boat, <laughs> which was an action I was doing the whole time, and the GM should have rolled based on the way the game works. <laughs> you still have to explicitly I've... say what you are investigating, what yeah. you want to look at. You didn't say that you're investigating. Hey, I was moving at half speed the whole time, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but you were trying to avoid notice, which is the last. I said investigate. You did? What? While you what? guys bicker, I'm going to check out this fire and see if yeah, uh, I, can, I was going to say, I've, I've stayed in this room. I'm going to investigate this room that I've stayed in. G- give me the secret oh, roll that I don't see. Time for the invisible die. Hope it's good. Tovin and Billiam don't really see anything of note. However, both Yosef and Solus notice there's a, a pack in the boat. Um, and in that pack, there is uh, a couple pasties that have fish designs on them. Mm-hmm. Additionally, Curious. there is a carving um, of a bird, like etched into the boat itself. <gasps> Magic, uh, like a crude, huh. like a crude, quickly. Yeah sketched out graphic almost of a bird almost like it was a like a logo Yosef these pasties do is this something like what you would make yeah it was from uh, that guy that lost the competition to me the other day I can't remember his name because he was a loser but he is (laughs) wait uh, he lost to you I I would love to see your pasties unfortunately I was gone treating the, the local populace for you know rickets no, it's okay. I can feed you. Rickets? No, he made uh, inferior pasties. Well, not in incredibly terrible, but just went up to snuff and he took off in a hurry. And there's also a boat here carved with a local gang symbol. So this is definitely belonging to Yinzis Marin and her little uh, tribe. So this is uh, fair to say what she sent me to look for. Uh, at least his supplies, but he's nowhere to be found, and that doesn't bode well, especially with Willowis being so close to his boat. I have no idea what mental fortitude he had, but I don't know if it was enough to resist that, if they have some kind of magical properties. As as you step back into the, the ruined boathouse, you notice that this pier looks abnormally high off the ground. You can see kind of through the rotting boards that there's a small, shallow height cave under the pier that appears to lead into the island itself. The water's fairly high, um, so there's maybe a foot and a half of airspace between the top of the cave and the water. Oh, but there my. is an opening there. Do you remember that dragon? The the one that the, the Mifflets mentioned, yes? Yes, the one that bit the giant frog in half. Yes. I think uh, we may have found his home. Can we investigate that? 
to... I do not want to investigate that. I mean, not like, right now. as a secret role, would this be a place that something like that could fit in? Or, because uh, I know, uh, me, Todd, personally, I know nothing of this beast. Uh, let's do a nature. Yeah, I guess I was just going out on a limb, but... Let's do a nature, if that's, if that's okay. what you want to know. I think a nature works well. Yeah. Hey, as a metagame question, this can be ed- uh, edited out. Like, what happens if that's actually correct, but I rolled a, a dog shit nature roll? Like, are you going to take that away from my uh, my intuition? Um, I mean, metagame-wise, it's just explicitly what you get from the information. You can still infer whatever the heck you want to infer, right? Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, Solus would would definitely know... In fact, all of you would know that that's definitely the right size for a river drake. They would love this location. It's a perfect size exactly. for a river drake den. Yep. Yeah, that's it's I'll in there, be, all right. I'll be honest. I'm not. I can't be sure. I think Joseph, could you go check it out, get a closer look? No, no, no. Here's the thing: is that it's a river drake. It's not a dragon. It's a drake. It's a, in the dragon family. Yes, but the thing is, is that drakes are more mindless and ferocious than dragons are. Well, they could have some ill tempers. Dragons can still be reasoned with and are capable of higher thought. Drakes, not so much. Fortunately, we have a beast in our uh, in our midst that would match exactly those qualities. Billiam, could you go check out that cave? Look, 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 look. I like Bill, but I don't think he's strong enough for a dragon. Not yet. Maybe someday, but not today. Look, look. I I think that we have found some good information. Uh, I'm also very hurt, Toven. <laughs> we, have, we have found some very good information, but the sun is starting to set, Tolkien. We need to go. Do you really think? And he gets like real close to you, and he brings everybody into a little huddle. And he's like, "Honestly, how long do you think we can trust these mitflits? I don't know if they're any better or worse than goblins, but I can't trust them as far as I can throw them. And I have an eight strength. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't like the deception that we played with them. I. I don't know if I could do it again. I shared no strong feelings one way or the other, but I hear the crickets and toads. We need to leave. I think you're right. I think we should just, uh, uh, on our way out, we should just go murder them so that we do not have to deal with them again. No. Um, no, no. You did good by, by creating that, uh, that ruse that we were going to help them, but I hopefully, I think that just us taking care of their problems for them will be a display of power enough where they don't think that we'll actually do what they want. <laughs> I mean... Let's just give it some time for them to see what Billiam can actually do. If we weren't already half spent, we would have just cleaned that room out anyway, if we're being honest. So, unless anybody has any other ideas for what to look for before we go, but uh, I would rather not be assaulted by Blood Lady again. Yes, I agree. Are we going to make camp here by the Gauntlet Why would we do that? We're 20 minutes from home. That is true. That is true. But I thought you, some of you, wanted to investigate the strange lights. That's actually, that's, yeah, that's exactly why we're here. And I'm, I'm assuming that's what the, uh, the curse was that we dealt with, uh, this, that bloody apparition, apparition. I, I am, I'm sure these things are connected, but like I said, we got our ass kicked. That was not in the actual gauntlet. That was, we're two, it was floor one, right? Right. You're still floor one. Okay. So maybe. Well, she was in the tower, but wasn't she floor one of the tower? No, it right. flew up into the top where the light is, where it's coming from. So I'm assuming she's directly connected to whatever that is. Very well, then. Why don't we return to town tonight and see if there are any 
shopkeepers or artisans who could provide us with some sort of tool to use against such a fiend? Well, um, yeah, I'm about to go to the respective places and, uh, you can come to uh, the Rowdy Rockfish in the morning and Brelda and I will cook you breakfast. All right, so, so we're agreeing to stay together and investigate this. I did not say any of that. I don't have the space and I also don't own my property I'm renting. You'll have to talk to Brelda and even then I get top punk. Yeah, that's not what I was asking at all, but okay. Top punk. (laughs) (laughs) So the light is getting darker from the sun as it sets, but there is an eerie, sickly greenish blue glow pulsating almost throbbing from the couple of the gauntlet. Yosef, I, I, I'm sorry. I'd, I would be remiss if we didn't go up and at least look. Could I? Okay, but you're, you're going first. That's fine. You can feel almost an energy in the air. It, it's like static charge, like during an electrical storm. Your, your skin begins to tingle and your hairs stand on end. Yosef's fur stands on edge. I, uh, this reminds me of Last Wall in all the worst ways. This is an involuntary response, and I don't like it. Would you guys accompany me to at least to the place where we, we dealt with the curse and um, at least have my back as I, I try to at least look through to see what, what uh, is in that room? Yes, of course. Well, we, we move as one, we retreat as one. Okay. We've temporarily dealt with the threat, I hope. so. We did a really good job with that, if I remember correctly. Um, question for the GM. Has it been long enough since I treated Billiam because I believe they're only immune to it for an hour? For an hour? Um, Has it been long enough that I can try to heal him again? I'll We've done quite it. a bit. I'll allow it. Okay. Okay. So, I just have to get a, a 15 on my medicine check. <laughs> I'm going to do my... Okay. Please don't hurt me again. Full disclosure, I'm really rusty, but in my opinion, if we're going to move forward, I need to get more practice, which hopefully involves you getting better. So be quiet and don't flinch too much. And I did it. What'd you roll there, buddy? I rolled a 17. Nice. Oh, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) So thankfully for you, you do not get to uh, bleed profusely everywhere. I believe that's just a D8, right? It should be 2D8. 2D8. You're correct. Fucking fantastic. 2d8. <laughs> I wanted a 2 for 3 wow. points of healing. That could have been 16. I didn't hurt you this time. Seeing this uh, seeing this go down, Tovin is going to uh, come up, come alongside and be like, I'm amazed you've made such improvements uh, since you tried last time. It's better from knocking him on guard. Yeah, yes, no, yes. You know what you should consider is, is in your free time, uh, try stitching some corpses together. Just really, really get in there and practice. What if I got like just like, like leather or something? It could still be attached to the corpse. I put yes, yes. I'd, I'd prefer it not to be people. Yeah, but you can. I mean, sewing skin only gets you so far. You need to learn how to reattach vessels. Who the fuck are you? What's wrong with you? I'll tell you who I am. I am a competent medic, and I am just helping you with creative critique. Medics okay? don't work with corpses. They have to be alive for you like to be credible. I said, you have to get your bearing somehow. You don't just start by working on the living. 
You have to. I'm sorry to second guess coming out here with you at all. You didn't mention anything about corpses this morning. I think we should go back to the mint flits and, and just start. I mean, let's let's bring a couple back just for practice. <laughs> I will take you through basic A and P, and we will get started. You're not you, and you're hungry. Tomorrow after breakfast. How's that sound? You're gonna yes, need- yes. Go go to bed. It's best to have you know eaten what? beforehand. You, no, <laughs> I'm going to stop you before you say prolats or rectum again. Okay, let's go home. <laughs> Okay, let's get don't, let's get don't, back. Don't no end let's, the scene. End the scene. Go transition. Let's. We'll be back. In I town did it. Can we leave? You can say prolapse rectum. <laughs> <laughs> um, so can we actually go? I do want to peek through the the stairs up there to see into the gauntlet. Hey man, go ahead. Would you guys? Like I ain't to gonna stop you. If no, if you go, I go with you. I don't. Yeah, I don't like the way that Trevor said that. I think we should just go back to town. <laughs> yeah, I've been trying to. I'm gonna that. the hell out of this. I'm just no. telling you, do what you want to do. I ain't gonna stop you. Is there? Do, so at the top of the stairs in this room, do we see? Is there a door, or is it just a doorway? There's a trap door. Oh, it's trapped. Thanks. Okay. Um, <laughs> Joseph, could you go remove that trap for me, please? Trap door, not trap <laughs> door. So it's a staircase that leads to a trap door in the ceiling. Yeah. Okay, can I go up and... Uh, uh, go! I'm not going first. That's fine. I will attempt to go up here if it will allow me, and I would like to listen. Whoa, to the door. Don't do it. I'm going to follow behind him. <laughs> okay. I, that's that's not what I want to do. That's not what I want to do. There I'll we go. Don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Go back. Yep, don't go where we were. I thought I'd go back. I thought yeah. I'd turn that off. Sorry, okay. guys. No, it's fine. That was pretty cool. <laughs> No, yeah, no, yeah, it's, it's, really, it's yeah a, he has this all set up. So whenever we go to the specific square that takes us to the next room or next level, we go there. That's so. And cool. I did not realize that that was yeah. that it was. I forgot that was a thing. I forgot it was activated. <laughs> I I'm getting like Legend of Zelda one map changes vibes from this, <laughs> right? So you go up there, and there there is a keyhole. Oh, can I look through it? Um, you're doing some I blood mean, drips on your eye. Oh. Oh no! That's oh. blood in my eye. That's that's terrible, and I don't know why. <laughs> I've never actually Googled that as to why it's awful to get blood in your eye. There might be some epidemic. Get it out! Get it out! Does anyone have to pee? But, Somebody help me. Um, you may get like pneumonia later, but besides that, <laughs> um, it's it. Does it appear locked? Perception check. It uh, does do appear want? locked. Oh my! Okay, my then I'm burns. going to roll a thievery. This is a hard one. So yeah, go ahead and roll your thievery. Natural 20. All right. 25. So the way that lock picking works in 2E is it's multiple successive checks. Oh, my goodness. So keep rolling, buddy. Wow. And there's no benefit for getting a natural 20, like two successes in a row? You got one success. No. (laughs) Lame. All right. Here we go again. While this is happening, I'm going to draw my sword and shield just to be ready. 14. And your the the tumblers slide out of the lock, so you you miss it. Oh. But cool. you do know that there's four tumblers you have to hit for this lock. Four? Wow. Okay. Uh, I'm getting assurance in thievery as quickly as I <laughs> fucking can. <laughs> and I just want to listen to the trap door and um just give me a perception check. I want to investigate that yeah. way. I, I want to know what's on the yeah, other side. Like Yosef, yeah, Yosef is like... I, there's like four different tumblers for this lock. Yeah, we have no, time. no chance of going through. I'm so. too sleepy. Can we do this tomorrow? Your, your yes, efforts please. are very, were, were uh, very, very viable. Well, I appreciate it, Solis. Thank you. You're my favorite. Yes, with the effort that you've put into this, I can't oh. wait to taste your pasties. Yes, I'll cook for you tomorrow. Do you want pasties for breakfast? Uh, yes, but uh, remember, after that, corpse stitching. <laughs>
No, no. Listen. So while they're while they were doing this, Bill is hurting and not wanting to go up there, and I see the blood pool on the floor. Can I try and just wipe away at it? You absolutely can. I want I'm you to so roll. Afraid. I want you to go ahead and roll a thievery check. Oh yeah. <clears throat> okay. Because I'm like there were scary things there. I don't like looking at it, and I'm just like sort of wiping it away because I'm like ooh. All right. Yeah. Give me a thievery. That is a 17. Um, no matter how hard you wipe, you can't seem to get rid of it. It just seems to spread. It doesn't really wipe. It just, you kind of push it around. And now there's blood on your hands. Gotcha. Guys, let me check my pack. I might have some hydrogen peroxide in here somewhere. Uh, Yosef, would you, would you mind giving it a try? Wiping away the blood? That's, uh, Sure. I don't know why, but I can do my best. Because I'm scared. <laughs> uh, 20? So you do seem to be successful in wiping away the blood. The stain even seems to slightly just go away. It's gone. Hmm. You've wiped up. You know, you grabbed a rag or something, and, and all the blood is in the rag. And and if you were to detect magic here, and I would. the necromantic magic associated with it seems to have been dissipated. Oh. See, you children don't know how to clean up a stain. Well done, Yosef. And I, I pat him on his rat back. You don't have to show off with your wiping skills. <laughs> Speaking of detect magic, when I, I was focusing it on the, <laughs> the puddle or the blood, uh, does it look like we've com- it's completely dissipated or it's just partially taken? You wouldn't know. Wouldn't know. Okay, can I aim my detect magic up through the trap door to try to... You absolutely can. Okay. There is... um necromantic energy above you. It's also a restorative magic seems to be permeating the walls of the gauntlet. That's why it doesn't seem to be crumbling like the rest of the keep. Interesting. Um, If you were up there, you you said you you tried to listen up there, right? I I forgot to give you some info on that. You hear a low thrumming. Like a... And it seems to be in the same tempo that you recognized the light. So you could assume that that thrumming corresponds with the light getting brighter and dimmer and brighter and dimmer. Uh, Solus, I mean, I've, I was once, uh, I had a champion as a very close friend. Uh, but, you know, even in our talks of shop, I never knew his, his full capabilities. Can you, can you detect alignments? Uh, no, that's beyond my capabilities at this moment. Oh. Can you can you die and, and be resurrected as someone that can? That would be extremely useful right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Who knows what kind of thing for asthma Katuni would do? <laughs> can anyone detect alignment? Is that, uh, and you I come mean, back as beetle spies. <laughs> I'm usually a pretty good uh, judge of character, but this place <laughs> gives me the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> <laughs> so I vote we leave. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, <clears throat> I agree. We should. With my three health, I can do anything. Um, I'm actually down one point, so yeah, I, <laughs> I would like to go rest too. But and I have anything but a cantrip is wasted now. I'm done. So, well, that's not true. I do have my focus spell. It is rapidly getting darker. Yeah, we should get out. We yep. should get back yep, to yep, town. Yep. <laughs> can we please leave? We should. We should get back quicker than you could say prolapse rectum. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> yeah. You didn't and, get us uh, out of here fast enough. We make to exit. I had to say it twice. 
If you guys just make your way out to the front exit, you can just leave your tokens there and we'll just hand wave yeah. you getting back into town. Okay. okay. I believe there's still a pile of dead bodies in this front room. No, we threw them in the swamp. Yeah. What well, we threw... We threw those guys in the swamp. But the, these first three guys, there was three guys, the one up on the rafters and the other two that we never Yeah, we threw them in the swamp. That's what, that's what yeah. they would have wanted, according to their boss. Them, them too? That's okay. actually what we were told to do. Okay. I didn't. I couldn't remember if we did those guys as Hand well. Hand wave, swamp toss. <laughs> Everyone loves a good swamp toss, let me tell you. Tell you what. Todd invented the swamp toss. It's true. So, uh, should we head back to town? <laughs> yes. Maybe while we're, maybe when we're back, Solus, you can uh, read up on how to detect alignment. That'd be extremely helpful right now. I will try very well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to hand wave you guys back to town. Um, I don't know if you guys want to do anything before you go to bed, or if you want to just pick back up in the morning at the Rowdy Rockfish, as discussed. Um, part of my... So, one of the things I want to do is gather all my things um, from where... Where did I stay last night? Was I? Did I not have a, a room? I don't think you stated where you stayed last night. Yeah, okay. That's that's cool. I figured I would just stayed with my stuff and my little uh, shanty where I was practicing medicine at the fair. Um, I would actually like to go to... What was it? The, the, the Angry Rockfish? Rowdy Rockfish? The rowdy yeah, that's, rockfish. That's the one that collapsed, yeah. Yeah. No, that's not where. That's not the one that collapsed. The, yeah. Oh, the thirsty alpaca collapsed. Thirsty alpaca yeah. collapsed. I'd like to see if I can get a room there, but um, just drop uh, some some coin on the table and get my key, but not stay right away. Oh yes, we we have accommodations for you. You'll be next door to Yosef, in fact. Oh, good, good. Oh. Uh, that's that's great. He's he's actually been a very very helpful traveling companion. Um, just so I know, uh, do you guys? Uh, would you leave the light on for me? I, I need to go out for a little while and uh, just check a couple of things. And She hands you a key and says, this will allow you to get back in as necessary. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. Yo- Yosef, did you find what you were looking for? Um, kind of. I mean, it's still glowing and creepy up there. And I saw some really strange shit today that I have not seen before. So... <laughs> I'm just trying to process all of that still. Well, I, I trust that you stayed safe. Well, I did come back in one piece, but the gauntlet is still glowing. There is a lady made of blood and a bunch Wait of not goblins running Oops. around. Lady made of blood? Lady made of blood. But I guess Tovin here exercised her, at least temporarily. And I had to clean up some stain. Sounds fascinating and terrifying. I like how nonchalant about this you are. <laughs> this is just like a regular Tuesday in Galarian, though. <laughs> I'm really old. You have to remember that Yosef is in his early 50s, which is towards the end of a life for Yosoki. He's seen a lot. Yeah. So wait, are you are you albino or are you just old? <laughs> True. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Old albino. Bill would have went home and his kids would have ran up and said hi and be like, there was the weirdest guy asking all about you guys <laughs> today. <laughs> I, forgot, I forgot that bit. Tell me all about your children. <laughs> I, I didn't forget. <laughs> <laughs> Tovin is actually going to, uh, I mean, I guess, Solus, do you want to do anything? Uh, yeah, returning to the crow's casks, is the is the manager still there? I forget her yes, name. Mag- Magaloy! Magaloy is definitely still there. Okay. Uh, I'm going to approach her. Uh, hello, Megalai. Are you having a good evening? 
Absolutely, absolutely. I imagine it'll be much better now that I have company and you see that the bar is completely empty. Nobody here. It's wonderful. I'm glad to hear it. Listen, I came across something in my in my assignment today, and I wanted to ask you, is there anybody in town who specializes in the occult, the otherworldly, the unnatural, things of that nature? Hmm. Well, there's old Rin. She's a bit of a she's a bit of a collector of, of oddities. She may have found some information in, in her in her studies. Ah. And where could I find this Rin? Rin, she's at uh, Rin's Curiosities. It's the big building without a roof. Kind of can't miss it. Very well. I, w- I will check into that on the morrow. Thank you very much. Good night. Um, additionally, the 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 owner of the bookstore, he uh, he may be able to help you. Um, his name is somewhere deep, deep into this journal that I can't find. <laughs> it's not important right now. <laughs> his name? His name? Not important. <laughs> his name is insert name here. His name is Steve. Some call me Tim. You may be able to find some information at the Dawnflower Library as well. Thank you very much. I, I shall do so. Vandy Bandadash. She's, uh, she's the priestess of Seren Ray. She might have some information for you as well. Uh, could you repeat that name, please? Vandy Bandadash. Sounds like a gnome. Could you do it five times fast, please? Vandy Bandadash, Vandy Bandadash, Vandy Bandadash. <laughs> I see. Thank you very much. Balderdash. Absolutely. And yes, the uh, owner of Odd Stories, Morlebint. He's an old wizard, collects books. He may have some information for you as well. Very well. Thank you very much. Anytime! And uh, I'm going to make it to bed. Excellent. So at this point, Tovin's going to, uh, if he can, go for a little bit of a walk. And uh, he wants to stop by Rin's place to see if she's, you know, out and about. The door is locked up because it's it's after hours now. Um, I'll just uh, scribble on my note, you know, about having met the Mitflits, um, the impending attack on... <laughs> On the town, <laughs> just a little thing like yeah, that. yeah, just little things like that. Um, and and the uh, the, the the bloody apparition that I uh, helped to dispatch, but I know it was temporary. Uh, to let her know that I could not get up into the gauntlet to see exactly what's going on, but to relay the feelings and observations that we made while we were there. And uh, he's just gonna slide that under a door and then walk off down to the streets and you know go to the certain address that he. He had stopped by earlier when they had talked and to see if his uh, medicines were, were taken in. And he he doesn't see them on the street. The, uh, the, oh, yeah, I the forgot that you had left out poultices yeah. and solves and the like. Yeah, just at the, a certain address and um, just, just checking to make sure that there's nothing there. Um, just to make sure that the, the people got it. And uh, I just walk around town and observe the stars and then eventually head back and get some rest and um, think about what he's done. <laughs> Look at what you did! Yeah, he's just, what did he's you do? Gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna just like turn, toss and turn in bed. It's like ah, I really don't feel like I should ask that much about his kids as he's falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I think Yosef uh, is just going to re-put away everything that he took with him in its rightful spot. His uh, spike chain in his case is. 
armor wrapped back up and slid back under his bed and uh, then he's going to uh, pull from a, a, a high bookshelf that he has to climb to get to and he slowly kind of pulls out a dusty book and creaks down kind of like holds his hip it's a little sore hasn't moved as much as he has today in a long time and his body is not used to that anymore so he sits down and cracks open uh, bones fall in a spiral one of the holy texts of Phrasma starts to read. Ooh, he's found Phrasma again. Metaphorically speaking. You can see him. I like to imagine the camera just like panning up into the moonlight, like from the window in the loft space above the bar and then just up into like the green glow of the gauntlet in the moonlight. And it pans in and it zooms in on the gauntlet and you hear a boom. Oom, oom. It's louder and louder and louder and louder. Oom, oom, oom. Then end scene. All right. So, morning. What's the plan, guys? All five of you, are you going to meet up at the Rowdy Rockfish? Yeah. Well, yeah, that was the plan. Yosef wakes up bright and early, as most old men do. Goes downstairs. Meets Brelda, who is also up and early as an old woman. And they. Oh, did you sleep well? As- I sure did. I uh, I had a good read, which put me in a a, uh, a calm and, and, and restful mind state. Um, so I think I'm just ready to... I, I invited my compatriots back over for breakfast this morning. I'll... Um, you can add it to my rent or something. I, I'll, or I'll go and get supplies elsewhere. I just... Uh, I offered it to them mostly because they saved my life. Saved your life? I thought you said you were safe. Safe, relatively speaking. Um, it's definitely the most dangerous work I've done in a while, but um, I feel like there's something intensely wrong with the gauntlet right now, and I don't feel like going around town and telling everybody because I don't want to encourage anybody who thinks they're big and tough to go see if there's anything worth stealing. But I will have you know. And he leans in real close to her, assuming Tobin hasn't come downstairs yet or anything. He's like, I think I might have found the room where Otari died. Really? And I think there is a possibility I might have an idea of where his body is. I don't know. It's just a thought. But while we were there, I found the room that's covered in scars, centuries old from some magical massive battle, and a staircase collapsed and filled with rubble. There were these small midflit-like creatures trying to dig in it, but they didn't get it very far. Just close enough to find the staircase, but it's completely filled. It would take, it would take years, or I mean months of digging, or weeks, however long the DM said it would take. Many, many days. Tone comes downstairs with his backpack on and his bedroll, and um, just lets uh, he he passes the key back to to uh, the owner and say, uh, you know. Very much like my time here. Uh, this nice clean room. Um, I'm I'm going to give it a very high Yelp rating. But uh, Yelp is it Yelp? Yelp uh, is that what kids are using these days? All yeah, the kids. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The high Yelp rating. But uh, I won't be back tonight. Just so you know. Do you just not like staying in the same place more than once? Uh, for the most part, it's uh, I have a bit of a wanderlust, and and uh, that's one of the reasons why I follow the cream. <laughs> Damn it. The Crimson Caravan. <sighs> the Cosmic Caravan. 
um, not to get too lost in semantics, but does that mean you just have to take a break and then you can come back tomorrow, or is that like a just one and done with every place? Um, well, I, I can definitely come back the following night. It's just so just every other night you have to. So you could just alternate between like here yeah, and the other like, bar. It's like being a real lazy gnome. Are you ready to go, or should we? Are, are we doing breakfast? What's the plan? I, I made breakfast. We have to wait for. Uh, I, I assume that yeah. any minute now that Solus and Bill will be showing up. Uh, I um, oh, I good. I assume that Bill's yes. wife will make yep. him breakfast, and then he'll eat twice. I was I was hoping that you had made some of your famous uh, saffron and cod pasties. Um, I've heard so much about them since we've mentioned pasties. I, uh, I I won the competition this year, so I'm very proud of that. Congratulations. I did happen to have just enough to make a, another dozen or so, so there's enough if you want the second one. And you will. <laughs> I will. Uh, I'll definitely uh, t- t- take one for the road. <laughs> As Solus does arrive in short order. The door opens as he comes in. Jingle, jingle. Bill walks in and goes, I smell pasties. <laughs> hey, kids, there's pasties. <laughs> My kids have my kids have <laughs> questions for you. Boy, do I have some questions for your kids. <laughs> Let's see how fleshed out Bill is. <laughs> you, Bill walks in and you can you can see that he has recently eaten. He's got some crumbs around his mouth, but he walks in and goes, I smell pasties. I'm surprised Let's, you know what the pasty is. I did. And then he also pushes forward uh, some lemonade. <laughs> uh, Bill, temperance is a virtue. Never, never mind. Here, you know, I made enough. <laughs> I made enough for all of you to have more than one. Temperature? <laughs> I start shoving my face. Those are hot. Those are hot. Start shoving. I, I, I eat the pasties. <laughs> I, I, they're hot, so I grab the lemonade and I go and it's, ooh, it's, it's like it's, ooh, I'm like a giant uh, man child trying to eat. Like it's like when you just can't wait and you eat a pizza pocket, really hot and really sour. Mash yeah. with that uh, inward uh, blow uh, on it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's called circular breathing. Uh-huh. You can use it. You can play. Anyone that eats a pizza roll can play trumpet. <laughs> <Give> <laughs> Uh-huh. Bill looks over at Yosef with the thumbs up. Just, uh, he can't taste anything for <laughs> a week. Gun. He's going to have to talk like that for the first half of the day. So, over the <laughs> breakfast table, Yosef will address everybody there. I'm, You know, Brelda is probably still nearby. I don't know how busy the Rockfish is in the morning, if at all. Um, Should be with uh, the, the champion pasty maker here. I don't know, but I don't actually usually work here. I got the job originally at Yosemarin's place. Um, over the river. So that's just where I work. Well, I made good friends there. But uh, Prada and I are just, uh, you know, we have things in common. You're both old. That is true. Yeah. I forgot how much health you heal after a rest. Yeah. Is it the same as first edition where it's just like your level plus your con modifier? You know, this will be the first time in any 2E game we've played that anybody's fallen asleep. Huh. <laughs> Without being... Oh, health. So yeah, we've looking. just done one shots up until this point. Well, I mean, I was healed. Character regains hit points equal to their con modifier multiplied by their level. Oh, oh okay. okay. Multiplied by their level. Yep, okay. they lose the fatigue conditioned. Reduces okay. the severity of doomed well, or drained by sure one. Sure, is a lot of math to get one Man, hit point back. That, that makes high constitution so much more <laughs> valuable overnight. Damn, yeah, it does. <laughs> so you gain your con mod back, Ray. Which, that yeah. still might not put you all the way full. Somebody might need to treat wounds on you. Yeah, I'm very far from... I walk in, I walk in, I'm obviously shoving my face full of pasties, but I'm oh still bleeding God. from, like, You're getting bugged all over the floor. Don't don't worry, I'll, I'll take a look at him, and I'm gonna do a <laughs> You did check. it! Oh, my God. 
That's a 27. That's a natural 20. Oh, that's a critical success. That's a critical success. 4d8. Yep. I think this ought to do it, fellas. Knowing? Yeah. We'll see. You didn't even notice he was stitching you up. (laughs) Yeah, I'm doing so good in it. Everything's everything's going together just perfectly. My arm still hurts. And then you're just like, not for long. So as as he's doing that, he's going to look at Toe like, hey, that pasty was really good. Uh, Just just to show you what it's like uh, to have have had some experience. All that, the the stitching of corpses I did really pays off. Uh, Okay. Yes, I'll watch. Yes. And he will get 16 hit points back. Goddamn. I imagine you did it wow. masterfully, and Yosef is enamored. He, he loves watching somebody do something they're really good at. Like, uh, you know that subreddit? Like, Efficient Workers or whatever <laughs> it is? Where you watch some dude chop, like, 90 onions in 30 seconds or something yeah. like that? Tobin's on that level, mm. and Yosef is all about it. Did Solus heal, heal overnight? I see that you're not completely topped up. Yeah, my const- I only have a plus one to my constitution. Oh, that's okay. Stinks. So um, I, didn't, I didn't heal fully. <laughs> I'm at 17 out of 19. Well, let's... Uh, I don't critically fail, but I don't heal you. It just... Uh, it's it's fine. Thank you, you for roll? your efforts, but... Uh, I rolled a 10. Oh. Yes, it's 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 fine. I'll be just fine. I just kind of, like, dab it with a napkin. I'm like, it'll I, be fun, right? Yes, I'm sure it will. But thank you for the breakfast. This is a wonderful spread. He's missing an arm when you hand him a Band-Aid. I got these. Here. You will take take two of these. They call me in the morning. <laughs> okay. And uh, Yosef will kind of push himself away from the table. And he's like, All right. What's the plan through today, comrades? Do we go back? And are we bringing any tools? I, for one, personally think it would be a bad idea to really divulge any of this um, information to the general public. Mostly because I don't want to make anybody afraid, or attract any would-be vigilantes or ballsy teenagers into the gauntlet as well. We know how dangerous it is. For, for, for now, I, I, I agree with you. I I was speaking to um, Magaloy the other, the, just last night about people who might know something about the haunts and other such unnatural beings that lie within the gauntlet. She recommended that I speak to someone named Rin, someone named Morlebint, who owns the bookstore, and Vandy Banderdash, a priestess. Do do any of you know anything about these people? Um, yeah. I mean, uh, I wouldn't really, I don't, I don't really talk to any of them in particular that much. I mean, Rin, we've all met. She lives in town with a weird house with no roof. <clears throat> I know her very well. No. No, oh, not yes. the impression. Yeah, no. I apologize. Uh, well, I, I did leave her a note. If uh, I'm sorry if that compromises our situation, but she's uh, she is the reason that I I approached you in the yeah. first place. So, yeah, uh, uh, her and Tovin seem to have some little poor. You'll notice I'm pretty sure she's one of the only tieflings in town, if not the only tiefling in town. I don't know that for sure though. Yeah, she sells some common. weird stuff to a couple of other weird people. I'm pretty sure there's some mushroom dude that lives within uh, the circle of druids outside of town. She sells him, like, soft woods and whatnot. So that's strange. Mushroom dude or mushroom-eyed dude? Uh, no, it's definitely just a mushroom. Oh, okay. But it walks. Hmm. 
I don't ask a lot of questions. I've only ever seen it from a distance. They pray at that little wheeled circle outside of town. What? What is in your passes exactly? Uh, saffron. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but regardless, um, the uh, Bandy Banderdash, I believe you said their name yes, was. Yes, it did. I'm yes. Pretty sure that's just. Uh, uh, she's a she's a gnome in town. You would know that that is a it's a halfling. She's a priestess of uh, Serenre, and she runs the Dawnflower Library. Oh, that character. Oh, man, she sounds like a really good bet for uh, dealing with these haunts. We should actually go talk uh, to, you know, neutralize any of these situations. I really don't want to be put in that that uh, position again like yeah, we were that, last that, night. That, that was horrible. I've not had an experience like that in quite some time. You all might have a better time talking to her than I do. Um, so... Yeah, we could talk shop. Uh, Solus, should we go visit? And who was the, uh, who was the third option again? Who did you say? Uh, that was Morlebent. He owns a bookstore of some report here. Oh, yeah, Strange Wizard. That's what, that's that, yes, that, right. that is what I heard. Where is he actually, can you take us back to town? In the overworld map? Sure can. I'm actually having a hard time remembering. Can you ping again where um, the Rowdy Rockfish is in town? Yeah, hold on a second. <clears throat> it is here. Okay, so we're like in the southwest portion of town for what it's worth. Actually, um, right across the street from the coast. Rin's Wonders is up here. And so she is way to the north side of town, almost out of town by the river. The bookstore, Odd Stories, is right here. That's where Morlebent is. And the Dawnflower Library is down on the south on the coast. Yeah. So the Dawnflower Library is really close. Morlebent and Rin are both across town on the north eastern side. Both very close to Ivashti Street. Should we go to the library first? Uh, you all can. I think I will go um, talk to Morlebent, and then we can all meet up with Rin later so we can introduce Solus on presumably our way out of town, lest there be any new developments. Okay. Unless you want me to come with you. I just... That is acceptable to me. I, I will go see Vandy Banderdash. And also, as a recommendation, we did... Should we tell the mayor about the potential for a um, milf- Mifflet invasion? <laughs> <laughs> I, I am so editing that, so I... No, that's, that's staying. Yeah. That's got to No, I'm saying, I'm cutting out that Mifflet part. I'm cutting out Mifflet. The milf invasion. Milfin. The milf invasion. I, you know what? I think it should be a pleasant surprise for the mayor. Just let it happen. <laughs> <laughs> Tourism is way, way up in Otari. <laughs> yeah. I think if anything, what we should do is convince the mayor to open three or four rum runners. I think it would be better. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's for a cougar invasion. <laughs> So, uh, so, uh, are we, are, are we, are, so the MILF invasion, <laughs> the MILF invasion, um, I think that the mayor definitely deserves to know. I think he should be our top priority. We, uh, Prelda already knows, but, uh, I really don't think she's going to tell anybody. She's usually very, a, a very quiet and stern woman. So she just likes you. Well, she likes me. And by extension, you. I think, long story short, we should probably tell the mayor. Should we all go do that, or 
You want me to do that? Could we just send up uh, like a passenger pigeon or I, I feel like a this runner? Definitely. I feel like he's going to like need a, a seat for this, so we should probably be in person. Also, I definitely need to go talk to Yinzius Martin too. So my day is going to be busy. I would definitely say that when we relay it to the mayor that uh, if he were to, you know, prep for such an occasion that he would guarantee at least our four votes. I don't <laughs> want to I don't want to get political. You, unfortunately, you're here during an election year and that's how their their system works is if you're here, you're family. It's like the oligarchy. <laughs> <laughs> and you even even if you don't own a a scrap of land here, apparently you are allowed to vote. Are you in town? Yeah. Fuck it. Have a ballot. Yeah. Congrats. But don't they have voter ID laws here? <laughs> no. They do. Are you breathing? No? Oh, God. We're about to start a completely different podcast. Thanks, Micah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So are we good with our respective plans? Yeah. Uh, yes, that's that's acceptable. Time for me that's to RP to is five different NPCs. <laughs> I'm ready. Can we can we get them all in a circle and then we can all just have one giant conversation? Just make sure they can talk to each other. Let's meet at Rum Runners. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm I'm going to see Vandy Banderdash. I'm going to go see Morbit. Following Solus wherever he is going. All right, well, I think that that means that uh, we're going to go down to the Dawnflower Library first. As you make your way down there, you know, go into the large doors of the church, and uh, you see about a dozen acolytes of various faiths. Uh, there's shrines to Caden Kaelian, Arastal, Gozra... And then the primary shrine of Serenre, that's all in like the almost like the atrium of the building. But most of this building is an enormous library. They have everything from fiction to history, satire, textbook, occult reading, arcane reading. It's one of the largest libraries outside of Absalom. Very, very extensive collection. Um as you go in, one of the acolytes comes up to you. It, it looks like a, a acolyte of, of Gozra. That's what brings you today to the Dawnflower Library. Uh, good morning. I was hoping to speak to the head priestess, um, Vandy Banderdash. Ah, oh, Vandy. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, you probably find her in the stacks somewhere. Last I heard, she was reading about uh, some geography, I think, somewhere in Ravenel. Thank you. I will look for her there. Mr. Thwomp, please don't don't touch the, the books so soon after eating. Start wiping my hands off on my shirt, trying to get the grease <laughs> off, because I really want to touch these books. <laughs> don't worry about it. William, uh, leave them, please. They're not pop-ups. <sighs> sort of shrug my shoulders down and follow you guys. So, you head into the stacks, um, and you see abnormally young looking you think she's much younger than you would expect the 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 head priestess of such a important uh shrine to be she's a very jubilant smiling faced halfling cleric you see she's wearing the traditional kadirish frock of a of a acolyte of serenray um, you see that she is even holding a scimitar. She has a scimitar at her side. What brings you today to the stacks? It's kind of dusty up here. You don't look like much of a reader yourself as she looks over at, uh, at Billiam and kind of smirks at him. What can I help you with? You must be looking for me 
Uh, Priestess Banderdash? Yes, yes, Vandy Banderdash. What can I help you with? Very good. The the three of us were were engaged in uh, in some business up near the Gauntlet, and we came across a particular being. Full disclosure, we're we're on assignment from the mayor. Um, we came across a particular being that we were told you may be able to tell us about. Yes, a being. It is a a. A fiendish being of blood that erupted from a pool of blood on, on the floor and attempted to uh, desanguinate all of us. Yes, uh, I believe it to be a haunt. I did exercise it, and it it did leave us alone for a while. And oh, oh sorry, sorry. My name's uh, my name's Tovin. I believe that uh, you and I share an occupation. Oh, forgive me. I also did not rec- uh, introduce myself. I am uh, Solus Pornitentis of the Knights of Last Wall. <laughs> I look at her and go, Bill. Bill, 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 Bill Thwomp, the smashing guy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm mad at her because she says she didn't look like I can read, and I can read. Bill. Ah, yes, yes, yes. We have a very, very wide array of of texts on occult rituals and haunts and the like. Follow me. And she um, takes the book she was reading and tucks it under her arm and moves very, very swiftly through the stacks. She looks like she knows exactly where she's she's heading. She um, goes down four aisles, goes to the left, goes about 40 feet that way. She goes to a, um, a, a ladder that goes up to like a, over like a balcony above her. And it's very narrow. I, I suspect that Billiam probably couldn't fit up there very well. And uh, now she's calling me fat guy. You know what? I'm out of here. And she goes up there and, and she scampers up another ladder that's precariously perched and she pulls down four or five books and she brings them down to you. This is the most extensive information we have on haunts, probably outside of Absalom on the Starstone Isles. Can, can you give me any more description of what you what you dealt with? You say it was made of blood. It, it seemed to be, yes. Um... Not quite corporeal, but it, it certainly had the form of, of, of a woman, it seemed. It screamed, and by its scream, it uh, drew our blood from our very bodies. Of a, a woman? In the gauntlet? Yes. Oh, no. And with that, she takes her spectacles off, and she looks at you, and she says, Are you quite sure? I, 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 Yes. Yes, she she arose from the pool of blood. Where was this? In uh, the the main tower of the Gauntlet, the first floor, at the base of the tower. You mean to say you you, you saw this with my own two eyes? It nearly killed me. In the Gauntlet, she puts those books down and she rushes off, and you have to almost run to to catch her, and she goes to a a wall that almost looks like a shrine and she goes to a case that's locked and she opens it up she pulls it out and and there's a book it's called Chronicles of the Rose Guard and she puts it down on the table she starts thumbing through very well not really thumbing through very carefully looking through the page just this this book is very old several hundred years old she puts it on the book stand and starts to to leaf through it you see you know accounts of battles and uh, lots of stuff not really related to the local area. It's, you know, the, the 
the entire history of the Dawn Guard, all of the places they went. And she gets almost to the end of the book and she alights on a sketch. She's like, this is a sketch that Zemzavardian did, the, the, the wizard that was a part of the Rose Garden. Just tell me, does, does this person look familiar to you? And you open up, you take a look at this this picture that she's opened up to. It's a, it's a very, very precise sketch. And it looks very, very similar, if not identical to the person you saw. This is the very same. I see no resemblance. There's no blood in this photo or this picture. Take a rubbing. No. Ignore him. This is the very same. Take a rubbing. (laughs) Gentlemen, I think you may have encountered something that we thought long dead. Are you you quite sure? Yes, absolutely. And my my honor is a knight of last wall. I too swear on his honor. It's impossible. She's been she's been dead for over five hundred years. This this is the sketch taken of Belcora herself in that very tower the day she was slain. She definitely wasn't alive. Oh. And with that, we'll see you all next week. There it is. There it is. Micah, say it. Trish. Offer Intent uses trademarks and our copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. Used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Roll for Intent is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. Characters and original storylines are the property of Roll for Intent. Music for this podcast provided by Dark Fantasy RPG Studio, Michael Gilvey, Kevin McLeod, and Tabletop Audio. Visit our website at rollforintent.com. Any questions or suggestions, email us at mailroom at rollforintent.com.